Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about magic shaving clippers. We deserve better products that work better for us. Check out GetBevel.com today at G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. It's time for a better and smarter shave with Bevel and The Read. Now, let's get the show started. I had zero intention of screaming. You can't be mad at me for taking the headphones off, though. Like, that's post-traumatic stress. It's fine. I'm actually going to just go ahead then because I couldn't think of anything to sing. You don't have a song in your heart today? That's unlike you. No, it kind of. Mm, no, nothing is coming to mind. Okay, I'm a little blank this week. That's fine. Sort of bummed out. Okay, you want to talk about it or no? We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um. So this week I am the Douch boy. <laughs> I had no idea what you was talking about till last night. That video is everything. <sighs> I don't know who that young man is. Not even you. That is a little boy. And I don't know. What are y'all doing with these kids? Exactly. But, you know, it's on my Instagram. It's just so funny. And every time I watch it, I cry tears (laughs) of of just happiness. And it's a little bad ass. It just makes me laugh without fail every time. And I love it. So douch. Yes. Okay. And I am Battery Park. I was just thinking about wealth. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. I've been thinking about money all day. I have to do my taxes. They're doing like a week, and I haven't done them at all. And this is the read. So, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I already told you that I was bummed, and then you said taxes. Oh, sorry, so I'm just shitting on Who your wants day. To talk about paying this government money that doesn't give a fuck about me. All this money. Did you see the fucking video that came out from that shooting in South Carolina? So, black excellence this week. Okay. You know what? You're right. Let's not make the day worse. Because I just, I don't, it's like you're not even listening I'm sorry. It's like every time you say something, I think of something shitty. You know, that should be like on a pamphlet about you. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? It should be your slogan. (laughs) What kind of shit is that? Black excellence. Everyone was bombarding my Twitter with the news of this young man from Long Island. Okay. Um, well, I think he either goes to school in Long Island. He's a New York student. Okay. 17 years old, and his name is Harold. Jesus, okay. Forgive me. Harold Eke. Okay. 
I'm sorry, E-K-E-H. I'm doing the very best that I can. I Googled pronunciations. I really am very sensitive about mispronouncing people's names. So, because I wouldn't want anyone to do it to me. People can't even say Fury right. There are two R's in furry. Anyway. It's okay. So, Harold is excellent because 17 years old, getting ready to uh, graduate from high school, and he's been accepted into all eight Ivy League schools congratulations um it says here on abc mm-hmm. that this student has his own um college prep mentoring program in the school uh who's also editor in chief of his newspaper and vice president of their model united nations of which course. is something that was <laughs> always intimidating to me because all of those people in school spoke so many big words and <laughs> I was in model UN for a short while. Of course you're black ass. But I didn't give enough of a fuck about politics for that. Mm, I had to stop. It was just too many nerds. Shout the fuck out yes, to Harold. Congratulations. Didn't this happen last year? Um, I was just getting ready to say, racist white folk, before you get started, there's already been someone who has written a think piece about why we shouldn't celebrate um, black students that get accepted to great universities and colleges because their white kids didn't. So if you haven't heard about that and you're feeling a way about us (laughs) celebrating this outstanding (laughs) achievement, just go ahead before you start typing your letter out and read someone has already started their bigotry for that portion of, you know, whatever. So um, while you do that, congratulations, Harold and... Make loads of money and run the country. I don't know. Stunt on all them bitches wherever you choose to go. I don't want to do bitch guested. It's not fun anymore. You take. I guess when you have to do it every time and people expect it, then it's just like not as entertaining for you. You'll have to think of something else. I really wanted to call the hot topic section the timeline. Ugh. Because I just remember it. Just every time I most of the shit that I find out about it's because of social media mm. and most of it is just utter bullshit by people <laughs> who are just terrible like you know most twitter timelines okay but you know everyone just preferred bitch you guessed it <laughs> i mean i don't like the term the timeline but it's up to you because this is your saying well bitch so. what do you want to call it then bitch i don't really care i always thought hot topics was just fine but that's what wendy williams calls her thing oh okay well never mind and like a man. lot of i think maybe the view too the hot topics just does boring. it really need a section can it just be the shit that happened this past week does it need like a name? It needs a name. Okay, fine. I mean, listen, call it whatever you want to. I just wouldn't call it no timeline. What that about just, ash? Ugh. Ash, <laughs> but it's not always. It's a lot of ashiness. It's true, and ash doesn't have to be white people. Be get ash. <gasps> ash Thursday. No, that's offensive. Oh yeah, that's no, come on. Don't do that. Don't bring um, Jesus into this. <laughs> I'll think of something. Okay, but you know, in the something name of terrorize. nostalgia, bitch, you guessed it. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. So uh, let's just start by getting the person that you probably hate the most out of the way. Why not save the fun for last? Or, well, you know what? Let's start with good news then. And then let's work our way to the trash. Look at God. So uh, Frank Ocean. Yes! Oh my God, Frank Ocean! I think I woke up today, actually. Yes, that was literally this morning, because we just saw each other last night, and the news was not not out there. Right, you're right. So, 
This morning I woke up and everyone was like, Nigga, have you heard? It's about to be Channel Orange too. Whatever. Like everyone right. was so excited. For Channel look, Indigo. Because it's coming. So apparently the album is supposed to be called Boys Don't Cry, which I, you know I cackled immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Just off GP. I love Frank Ocean, but there's no way I wouldn't go laugh. <laughs> So, Boys Don't Cry is the name of the album, July 2015, and I think that he's also releasing a Meg. See, I can't not laugh. Because it's like, is this what he was telling himself? Like, the first time he bottomed, or like, it just was so many shady things that come to mind. So many that you can't. It's like, like, you wrote it yourself. You did this to us. (laughs) Like, you did this. Like, I love him, obviously, but the title of the album just brought to mind so many jokes. Like Just the very first time that sphincter was... <laughs> it's getting graphic. Um, anyway, on, I think there's also, like, a magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, a magazine, I think, by the same name. That's different. Which is going to be interesting. You know I'm all about yeah. um, Lonnie. I want to see. You know, I appreciate... Frank Ocean and all of his creative shit. I loved Channel Orange. I felt like it was uh, his best project to date. I feel like he's only gotten better. And I feel like the break that he took was necessary and like a good amount of time in between in between projects. So I'm real excited for whatever this is. Like I'm a Frank Ocean stan. And he came to New York when Channel Orange came out. Obviously, he played in New York. And I had free tickets but i could not go to the show because my friend got sick and we had to you go to the to yard but i'm just saying i remember when this happened i was at the you venue would not let it go <laughs> and, and i was heartbroken for you but, it was like, but you did the right thing i mean of course like i don't regret taking my friends to the hospital but it's just like i miss frank ocean so i cannot wait this next time but i mean at that time that was like the height right like that was when it was fresh everybody was like oh bitch you had to miss the frank ocean show because i mean we just all love that album so i'm really hyped for this like whatever he's about to do i'm ready um so yes frank ocean is coming back and hopefully (laughs) don't (laughs) why are you like this because you already know where i was about to go with it and so it's fine i'm not even gonna do it um but yes, yay, yay Frank. Yes, we are really excited. Call we are, me. We had this argument at the Memphis show over Frank And it Ocean, doesn't need to be an argument. And you're not taking my man. like Bitch, what? Is, I have called that a certain number of men in this zero world. Zero sense. They are on reserve for me in case I need, you know, a boyfriend or somebody to provide some sperm or things of that nature, whatever I decide. What? There's just like a handful of men in this world that I see it for and Frank Ocean okay, is one of them. So, had I been doing this with you and your good friend that loves colored contacts now who it would have been a huge friend. i don't have no goddamn friends who love color color contacts bitch you know miss grind and you know how you feel about her listen so, y'all have been first of all y'all have been lusting after britney griner for a good long time y'all is a smooth lie <laughs> and secondly if you want britney griner I, I would love to see you go ahead and try to claim her but you're not attracted to her i am genuinely attracted to frank ocean like, I would be Frank Ocean's girlfriend. You can look disgusted all you want to. It's true. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not sorry. So, Easter brought lots of, of people together. Um, And we ain't just talking about Jesus. And I don't know where I was going. Okay. 
<laughs> Nigga. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus know. in the cross? <laughs> um... I was gonna say Jesus in the church. Jesus. I don't know why. Oh, I just, just, say like the two, but it was like shit. I already tried it with Ash Thursday. So let me just calm down. You know, I get it. So no, Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa spent Easter together. Girl, um, at Tamar Braxton's Easter party. <laughs> no, they didn't. That's what I read. That could not be more so, random. No, I think it's, she probably had like an Easter shit at her house for all of the, the celebrity kids. kids to come and find those damn eggs. Let me also point out that my whole black Christian mama mm-hmm. never once <laughs> permit us to search for any egg on Easter Sunday. I know that's What right. we searched for... <laughs> were blessings. Okay. <laughs> okay? Oh. We were searching for the word. My mother never okay. go around and run and mess up your good in Easter your Sunday Easter clothes. Dress, girl? In the Easter dress, though? To go or... pick out some what, some candy so your teeth can fall out and I have to pay for new ones? Come no, on. what we're going to do is we're going to read the Bible. <laughs> That's right. We're going to sit up here and look for these scriptures before we start looking for eggs and fucking candy strewn about the yard where all like the 12 year olds run and knock over the three and four year olds to get the prizes and shit like have you been to easter egg hunts as an adult no them kids are fucking ruthless yeah they i'm sure and the kids who ain't bowing you for the fucking candy if it's not the kids it's the parents like some of the parents are just as bad or worse it's just like god that is ridiculous and y'all are acting like this on jesus's day over boiled fucking eggs and candy that costs two cents a piece all right um So, yeah, I don't remember if we spoke about this on the show, but Amber posted some shit on her Instagram not too long ago. It was a picture of her, I don't know, licking the enamel off of a Wiz Khalifa's teeth for some stranger. (laughs) I don't know which. It was just (laughs) non But, you know, they're into that whole rock, like, gross black Pam and Tommy Lee thing. They can have it. Um, And she just left this comment about how she was always going to love his skinny stoner self or something. She said something like that and how she prays and dreams that they can get back together. And then Miss. they popped up in these photos with their baby bash mm-hmm. at <laughs> the shade. You keep saying it. The shade. Like, I keep wanting to... I don't know why I'm, like, suppressing the shade tonight. <laughs> I don't know why either. Why are you trying to be nice? I was going to say Janice's... Um, Easter birthday. Well, it is Easter what party. it is. They all have the same face. <laughs> they just do, girl. Animal. <laughs> um, you ain't shit. I hope they get back together. Why? Do you know how thoroughly he disrespected her? Called her a bad mother and all this shit. What? Hope they get back together. My first thought was, why in the fuck is Amber Rose putting out a book called How to Be a Bad Bitch and begging for her ugly Amber ass. Rose is doing what? Amber Rose is putting out a book called How to Be a Bad Bitch, evidently like a real book that she or somebody who was paid to say that they were she wrote. And it's about like, I don't know, I guess how to get your shit together and how to get a bunch of Instagram likes or whatever the fuck else. I just don't see how you're going to tell somebody else how to be a bad bitch when you are begging for your ugly ass, raggedy ass ex-husband to come back to you. That's what the fuck I don't get. It's nothing bad bitchy about that. You look like a dumb bitch. Well, there's that. Okay. Um... Also, reconciling during Easter. Oh, but a lot of, I was going to say, a lot of people spend holidays together for the kids. So the kids yeah, don't have to the go to places. Yeah, but the rumors 
the rumors with Amber and Wiz are that they're getting back there. I even read some shit that John Cena was responsible. The wrestler? Yeah. What? I guess Wiz Khalifa performed at WrestleMania or some shit. Oh, my God. And I don't know. They must have been back there smoking like... (laughs) Had to have been. The finest weed. The top notchiest shit. And somehow they just spoke about feelings and I don't know. Whatever. But I read that he called Amber and asked her to watch his performance and... They said that at the party, they spent, like, a lot of time hugging and whatever. I don't know. If they get back together or not, you know, whatever. Okay. They don't need off my dick. Raggedy ass hood, love. Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon also spent Easter together with their kids hunting plastic eggs. They, however, had have said that there are no plans. I was going to say. Um, of a marriage, a love, or anything <laughs> coming back together. They just know how to act, and they can be adults. Exactly, because you know Mariah is not going back down that road with Nick Cannon. Nick never could keep his fucking mouth shut. The whole time they were together, Nick Cannon never shut his goddamn that's mouth. That's true, though. Like, that's true. And Mariah is so private, especially after that that first marriage she had, the Tommy Matola, whatever. Mariah does not do a bunch of shit. She don't put herself out there like that. But when they first started dating and got married and all that shit, they were both putting all of their business out there. The thing was, though, he would say things like, he would say, like, little things in interviews that would be, like, too much. Right, like, exactly. Like, TMI. Exactly. And even sometimes they would do interviews together and he would say things and you could see in her face she'd be like, nigga, if you don't <laughs> shut up, I am cutting off the electricity at your side of the house. Or like, when he would talk about the Kardashians and shit. Like, cause he used to fuck Yeah, Kim. he still does. Oh, gross. What? I think some, like, not too long ago, I think I saw an interview with him where they were asking him about, like, his dating life and he said something. Or, like, have you smashed? One of those really tacky radio interviews. <laughs> Yeah, okay. that was the one. I think that was the and last one before. About, but they were already separated by. Oh, uh, okay. Well, anyway, I know Mariah not going back through that bullshit with Nick Cannon's whack ass. All the money he got. Loki, they're probably both much better off separate. Probably so. Um, doesn't he have her face tattooed on him though? If he does, he'll certainly cover or that something up. like that. Whatever. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, Plies recently had a concert, um, in Tallahassee. <laughs> you know you ain't shit. Like, you know it. No, you know you ain't shit. Me? I'm not the bodyguard. I didn't have any other oh, response. I was about to say. Um, Woo! so, you know, Plies, who is one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite. <laughs> Come on. How do I say this? Find it. I don't want to say ratchet. Mm. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, it applies. It but... definitely applies, but uh, mm, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. He's just one of my favorite hardcore, ain't shit, right. ghetto, grape and lemonade, Kool Aid yes. ass. He's really ratchet. Just ghetto ratchet. He is. Favorite ratchet. He's right up there with the Gucci man yes. and Migos and he all is. of them. Like, all of that. He is. Um,. However, the last sweet pussy sat day was canceled because... Because <laughs> that nigga was laid the fuck out. <laughs> now, um, again, I woke up one morning and the timeline introduced me to this video of him on stage. You have to give it up to like a ghetto <laughs> club performance, though, because those things are usually life. Now, there's a very, mm-hmm, um, very mm-hmm. good chance that you could lose an eye, limb, yes, you know, or just your whole life altogether, right? But um, 
they're usually fun if it's the artist that you know like you really live for i don't know how this young man this random guy fan gets up on the stage and he's approaches plies and i get he says he just wanted to shake his hand but from the video you can just hear plies on the microphone and they're standing like face to face like practically making out exactly and he says something like i don't give a fuck about your handshake bro or whatever something like that security is standing right there obviously the situation is very tense yet somehow this young man was given the time space and opportunity to do like i don't know is it a suplex ddt <laughs> like, like what the fuck was that all i saw was ply short ass knock the fuck down like it was just like instant that young man took him the fuck out stone cold black Austin. bitch and you had a whole gaggle of bodyguards right here who did nothing how did the situation even get that how far? did no one separate the two of you like and you how know did my the security guard not was, say hey bro get out the way julius just would have never girl would I can't fathom anybody getting that close to Jay. Now, obviously, Jay-Z and Beyonce are not doing shows at clubs anymore. But I really cannot see anybody getting close enough to be nose to nose with Beyonce, much less take her ass out. What? And I feel like the few people that have, like the nigga who slapped her on the butt on that, that yeah. one time. I feel like those few people who have pushed it have, have been wiped off. Yeah, so... <laughs> They're dead. Right. So, like, I don't know what's going on with Plies, but they clearly need to have, like, a conference call with Julian to figure out how to handle things. Did you see or that? Or anybody else's security, because anybody else's security would have stopped that. Like, that was lazy as shit. They, they sitting like, watch that nigga whoop your ass. They acted like they didn't get no deposit or they didn't make they weren't He must say paid, paid them in the past few or weeks whatever, or whatever. Because they was like, well, you can whip his ass if you want to. Like, because girl, my check ain't cleared. That's just some bullshit. How the fuck are you security? Like, your whole job, though, girl, the one thing you're hired to do is to keep niggas from running up on me. And you did not do that. Like, didn't secure them. Woo! Did you see the whole video, though, and not just the Instagram one? No, I really think I saw the 15 seconds. There's a longer one where the security, obviously, you know, after they take plies out, of course, the good part ends right there, and that's where everybody thinks it ends, but security, like, obviously takes the man down after that. But oh. It's, just like, it's far too Did late now, bitch. Did you see the video where he's explaining his side the guy who what did it. no he uploaded this series of instagram Don't say videos Vine. Oh, i was about to say that would have been did this nigga wretched. upload but literally <laughs> like six to seven 15 second videos <laughs> like why don't you niggas just write a statement learn to read and write <laughs> and just, like save us all the- <laughs> anyway um like, but the funniest part about it, well, not funny, but funny. I mean, is that I mean, I guess I'm just gonna be full on ain't shit today. Because, <laughs> like, whatever. He looked like when Martin had finished getting his ass whooped yes. by Tommy Hearn. <laughs> he was exactly talking, talking to about. the camera, looking like this. Right. In the, it was like right after it happened. It right. was like when they had got home. Like. <laughs> Apparently, no one went to the hospital, which of was very not. black of you. Very real niggas. And, um, you know, it was just him with, like, his mouth damn near swollen shut and, like, one working eye talking about how I did what any real nigga would do. Like, how you go disrespect me because I'm a fan of you and I just wanted to shake your hand. First of all. I'm in the. Go ahead. 
God, <laughs> mm. I'm anxious to whatever. Just because you are a fan of someone and you want to shake their hand doesn't mean that they have to oblige. Come on. Like, they don't have to. And you approaching him in the middle of a stage, concert, show, or whatever is probably not the best way. I mean, I don't see why he couldn't have just shaken the dude's hand if he wanted to shake his hand, but he doesn't have to. Who invited you, you up know what here, I'm saying? Though? Like, he doesn't know who you are or how you're even on this stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's in the middle he didn't of want to shake your hand. Like, he didn't want to shake your fucking hand. Like, Right, girl, he just didn't. Build a bridge. It's like, not disrespectful to say that you standing too close to me, my nigga. I can see the plaque between your teeth. Like, we're too goddamn close. You're on the fold of spina. He wasn't exaggerating about that, though. Like, Plaz was being very, I felt like, reasonable. Like, because you are entirely too close to me. Why can I see all your pores? Like, that nigga just ran up on him. I felt and the fact like, that he didn't hit you first was something especially, right. like, you, that should be noted. Because not only would he have been within his right to swing on you first, yeah. but he had the whole squad on his side so it was like child you could i mean you see now the security whooped his ass but not before that 15 seconds i mean what i'm saying is if he would have swung first they probably would have just all fucked this right they all would but he i felt like he tried to to keep the situation from getting to real nigga levels right but of course real niggas cannot just (laughs) plies just just wants some sweet pussy on saturday And for churches to not run out of chicken on Sunday. And to that's act all. like I he mean, didn't Popeyes. go to college. Did you see that video where he posted about Popeye's running out of chicken? Oh, I thought you meant real churches. Like, no, you go I to church Popeyes. and they have a chicken dinner in the back. No. no. I was about to say, yes, child. I do hate when the church run out of chicken. No, I hate when both places run out of chicken. How do Popeye's run out of chicken? How do Popeye's chicken Bitch. and biscuits? <laughs> Why the fuck do you think we came? And how is that like relatable? Like, how did I watch that video and be and I'm like been there and that everybody is some bullshit. knows the first time you went to Popeyes and they didn't have no chicken, you was just baffled. Like, you know who it the- doesn't happen to Beyonce. Well, Beyonce has a Popeyes black card. <laughs> probably all of that chicken that they claim that they don't have is probably is stored house? somewhere just in case Beyonce comes up with her <laughs> lifetime achievement fucking yeah. card. And she only eats it once every, like, 42 months, too. Beyonce don't play around with other shit. She had it for Christmas in, like, 2012. She's due again sometime this year for some more. Anyway, Plies, you just need to go ahead and and have, like, Drake security. Did you see that time that Drake was, like, in the club in Arizona or somewhere, and someone, like, pet him, and they all whooped his ass? Listen. Minus Drake. They don't play. They When I looked at the headline, it was, like, someone... Some fan attacks Drake and gets <laughs> jumped. The, and I was like, "Not Drake! No, but no! He's like the least threat. Why would they do my Aubrey?" But it was literally like, I mean, the person deserved to get their ass whooped just be, based off of the way that they touched him. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even like an aggressive. It was almost like they pat him on the head. They. It okay. was like, like they treated him like a beanie baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, hello collectible oh he's real so nice <laughs> oh my god i haven't seen one of these in forever and his face was like did this nigga just, just caress my baby not me oh no <laughs> and that was beautiful it blonde skin. they fucked his ass up for Woo. petting drake's hair well i mean and it be like that with real ass security because you are not going to fucking touch me that's how it's supposed to go in all honesty ply security fucked up that day but they made up for it evidently i have to see this video you're talking about um all right, so here we are. The end is now the beginning. Okay. I mean, the beginning is now the end. Kylie Jenner had a. a I don't hate on. Kylie Jenner. 
Well, you know what? Hate is the wrong word. I meant to say the person you would probably like to speak about least. Okay. That makes a lot more sense, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought this was going to be about somebody else. <laughs> Ooh, I can't even. No, I can imagine. <laughs> um, I actually know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. So Kylie Jenner, um, I felt like this is usually where I say like the thing that they do for a living. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner took a picture. Well, it is what they do for a living. That is exactly what they do for a living. Okay. Well, she had a po- uh, a photo, I guess she put on her Instagram. Oh, Jesus. And it's like, you know, with the whole lip situation that we're still trying to pretend is just makeup. <sighs> and, you know, all of this weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone, um, again, linked this to me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I saw this picture and the comment said, like the caption in the picture said something like what I wish I looked like all the time. Yeah, that's what she said. And then the the picture is her like her skin is a lot darker. It looks almost like purple. Yeah. And it's like sparkly and her eyes are it's like. It's real metallic looking. It just looks like br- like brushed metallic was the first thought I had when I saw it. So she got all of this flack and people are saying that, you know, this counts as blackface and that it's so offensive. And girl, you just want to be black. And it's that in the third. Well, that's true. You do just want to be black. I mean, I don't. That's not right. blackface. Yeah, it's not. No. I mean, you d- you and your whole goddamn clan want to be black. Y'all want to take our lips and our asses and our niggas. Y'all want to have our kids. Y'all don't want to actually have to do anything to do with blackness but you definitely want to look like us like oh 100 percent, five thousand. i don't know where you think the fuck them lips came from but no this isn't blackface when i saw it and i like after i finished laughing right i didn't even i wasn't offended i just think she looks ridiculous did you see niggas photoshop her into the fan mail album art perfect i fell out because that's exactly what it looked like to me like i didn't look at that and think blackface honestly it just looked like kardashian shenanigans you know bullshit what else do they have to do but dress up and make up and clothes and take pictures not the fuck anything she looks like just, like actually that was the first she thing that fit right came to into that <laughs> was the fan mail yes shit. she fit right into that cover art too like, she just looks like a dummy right. i'm sorry like it's not even like racist i don't think that it's blackface and again like i said today or yesterday like the problem with fake outrage is that it drowns out real justified outrage like don't call shit that ain't blackface blackface you know what i'm saying because w- at the very least, I know that on October 31st, I'm going to have to explain to some bitches again mm-hmm. yep. that this is blackface and you shouldn't be doing it when they're going to ex- they're going to pretend that they that don't they know. they don't know. Mm-hmm. This isn't blackface. It's just dumb. Like, it's she, just... Looks, she looks like Violet Beauregard back from the dead. <laughs> like, she <Right>. looks like... <laughs> And especially with her fucking family, like, you can always find a reason to talk about the Kardashians. I mean, they're usually doing something stupid or racist or both. Like, you can find a real reason to drag them. You ain't got to come up with some fake shit. I mean, at least she didn't bleach her eyebrows and bend over with her whole entire bare enhanced ass to the camera like her older sister did. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not not saying it's it's only, it could be only a matter of time. I mean, I'm sure it won't be that. Because I remember when her older Kendall... I remember when Kendall turned 18 and had her titties out on Instagram mm-hmm. the same week. But see, not even this. This is the thing about nudity and nude photos. There's class, like, there's a way, I feel like, to have a nude photo that's not as, like, 
just salacious and like vulgar. Like I think you can take a nude photo and it look nice. I don't really know about. I can't think of the picture you're talking. She was topless, right? Yeah, or it was like a chain or a mesh kind of Did shirt. Like you could see her titties in her. Or I don't or know like all a, that. Like fishnets. I think I know what you're talking but about. But let Willow Smith turn 18 and put her titties on Instagram. It'll be all about how Will and Jada are terrible parents and what the Willow fuck is Smith. wrong with Willow and where did they go wrong and why is she such a slut and all this shit. She's it would like be like 14 and she's already been already called gay, child. weird, like ugly, a whore. terrible dress. Like they drag the fuck out and have been since she was like, Nine. since she was much younger. Like it's just. For black girls, it starts early and it never fucking ends. So I don't have no defense or sympathy for this bitch. Black girls rock. And then wonder why we need black girls rock. But I already went off on them motherfuckers about that shit. Anyway, Kylie, you know, I understand that you want to look like a wet grape. (laughs) (laughs) She looks like someone took like, you remember that glitter glue? Like someone covered a grape in glitter glue. Yeah. She looks like Big Ange in Shark Tale. <laughs> like if Big Ange was in Shark Tale. You know Big Ange has cancer? Really? Oh my God, yes, that just came out. I think I read that the other day on a VH1 site. You know Mob Wives is my favorite trash Yes, y'all show. have tried to get me into it and I can't. But that's how, when I saw that headline, I was like, oh yeah, that's the show y'all watch. Yeah, oh my God, your I'm so fave. fucking tired of cancer. Hopefully she'll be okay. So, um, sir, I think that that is just about it. Unless you want to talk about this Destiny's Child rumor. We can, if you want to. I mean, it's just that. Or we can talk about the performance at the Stellar Awards, if you feel like standing. Um, let's talk about the rumor. Okay. So, apparently, they're saying that... I've heard two things. I've heard that Destiny's Child is working on new music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard that they are also working on a reunion tour for like their 10th year anniversary. The thing I also, um, the interesting part about it is they're saying that they are probably not going, if this is true, it won't be under the name Destiny's Child. Like at the Stellar Awards, they didn't say Destiny's Child. Right. It was Michelle featuring Kelly and Beyonce, which work, Michelle. <laughs> that- God damn it. That's right. It's about damn time your name goes first. And you went in the middle and you got the different outfit. And them bitches had to wear jeans. (laughs) And you got to wear linen pants this time, Michelle. I bet you they're not performing under Destiny's Child because Matthew knows that owns Destiny's Mm -hmm. Child and they would have to pay his ass. That's the rumor. That's exactly the rumor. But bitch, when Beyonce is on your side, you don't need no goddamn name. This is not like TLC where they had to pay $3 million to get the right to use their name back. Which, (laughs) and that bitch was still wrong for that. Like, let me not act like she wasn't but they could literally change their names to here we go <laughs> like, <laughs> like all one word bitch you know who he that's is fine it like, really I don't matter because people are going to go regardless Hello? just like people were gonna watch the performance because beyonce was there like it just is what it is and they sounded phenomenal the thing about it it's not even just beyonce for me because honestly like let's be honest duh. i mean but yeah of course the harmonies bitch i have been missing them hoes I have been missing them. I realized that when I watched the video for like the 15th time, I've been missing these voices. Them bitches sound good. Together, it is like nothing. It's just, ugh. I love Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. Churned, but it's And they look so happy on stage. Like, yes, bitch. Like, they just look like they were having a grand time up there with each other. Kelly looking all like she just birthed a baby. And and Beyonce, Beyonce catching the spirit. 
Come on. She does that every single time Beyonce, they perform that a gospel see walking song. in them fucking Every time. Them goddamn stilettos. I'm like, how do you do this? I would have fell on You remember the last time Destiny's Child went on tour? The Destiny's the, Fulfilled the, tour? I was going to say the last tour, yeah. And they had, what was the song? Uh, the nice. song where they all like fall. Ain't no feeling like being free. Anyway, you know what the fuck I'm talking about at home. <laughs> I actually did on the not tour. like that album, so. You didn't like Destiny's Child? I did not album? like Destiny. It was like the one Destiny's Child album I it's never It's not my liked. favorite at all, but I did like it. What's your favorite Destiny's Child album? Writings on the Wall. Like, me too. Did <laughs> you No, because it's just so good. <laughs> it's just. Speaking of so every good. Every song. I'm doing so, 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 so. I'm. That should have been my song <laughs> this week. Damn it. We'll file that for another day. So, 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 so good. <laughs> now I'm going to go home and listen to that album again. But anyway, yes, they sounded so good at the Stellar Awards that I just, if they do go on tour, bitch, you can guarantee I'm going to be there. Like, shout out <laughs> Oh my God, if they bring back all that shit, do you think they would Bitch, call- what if they did a writing on the wall too? Bitch, Wait. bitch. Wait a minute! No, no, no not. Writings I would live on the for wall. like a like a 2015. Like, what if they did like updated versions of like if they just re-recorded writings on the wall? Well, I think first of all, the vocals are going to be so much better. But also, those lyrics, some of those songs are just like you would have to be a teenage yeah. girl to sing some of this. I want to hear honestly, early 30s grown woman Destiny's Child music. Like, I feel like they would make good-ass music. Yeah, they would make a really good album. Or sound good. Like, I mean, even if it's just an album or a mixtape, EP, whatever it is, girl, if y'all are recording some new shit, not the old shit that's been in the vault for the last, you know, 10, 11 years, but if y'all are in the studio now writing and recording new shit, I We don't... What? So, (laughs) but if that happens, then hell yes, I'm hearing on time. I will ready. I don't believe it, but I mean, I'm for it if it's going to happen. Yeah. But for some reason, I just feel like it's I don't want to get my on. hopes up, but I would just love to hear them in the studio. Honestly, just the sound of their voices together. It's everything. So that um, wraps up. Bitch, you guessed hot topics line. OK. <laughs> and let's take a break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, today's episode is being brought to you by a new sponsor, the great people over at Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. I just moved into my own place not too long ago. I'm sure you guys know. And so I've been to the showrooms. I've had, I've met with the salespeople and laid on these little beds for four seconds and not really gotten a good idea about the bed that I wanted. But with Casper, it's completely risk free. They offer free delivery and returns within a hundred day period. It's extremely simple and they cut out all of the middleman and a huge portion of the price. Um, They're saying that a twin mattress here is $500. Come on. And a king-size mattress is $950. So they're really knocking out all of the overhead that comes along with traditional mattress sales? (laughs) I was looking at a full-size mattress for like maybe $100 less than this king. And you're getting an amazing quality mattress as well. Chris will tell you more about it. Right. So one of the best things about Casper is that when they ship you the mattress, it comes folded up in a box. And it's really not that tall at all. It's only about like three feet high or so. So it's very convenient if you're like me and you're in the process of moving, especially 
especially in New York, you don't have a lot of space to put extra stuff, especially a whole ass mattress. <laughs> so the fact that it comes in this like relatively small box is so great. And when you're ready, you just open it up, unseal the mattress, and there's like a rushing air sound. And then within a couple of minutes or so, it is completely unfolded and ready to go. And it is extremely comfortable. They use a combination of latex and memory foam together for this mattress. So if you like the softer, cushy sort of mattresses, you're going to love this one. Like Kit Fury said, there's a risk-free trial and a return policy. You can try it out for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. So head on over to Casper.com slash read and use promo code read to get $50 towards any mattress purchase today. That's right. Casper mattresses made right here with American Oxygen. Go and check them out and let them know the read sent you. And we'll get back to the show. And we're back. Yes, bitch, you better sing. You really think you're Mariah. Like, you really do. You're welcome. So, it's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to start our first letter this week with someone who identified himself as Bussycat. <laughs> and Bussycat writes, so I met a guy online. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. <laughs> we were chatting and arranged to meet up for some NSA. I don't know what that is. No suck. No strings attached. Got it. We met a few times and it was very good and fun until I needed to stop because of exam season. Okay. Good reason. At that point, he kept emailing me to ask whether I'm STD free and asked me to get checked because he had contracted gonorrhea. I was too stressed to worry about that. So I postponed my visit to the clinic until after exams. <laughs> after what felt like sexual harassment in the doctor's room, it seems as though I did contract gonorrhea and pass it along to this other person. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, this is what the people asked for. Time went by and I uploaded some new pics online and I could not and I could not help but to catch his eye. He wanted to meet again and at first he was wary, but then he eventually caved in. The issue is though, after he went home, he messaged me again to ask whether I have been clean and I have been, but the point of the email is that now he's acting really paranoid that I'm going to give him the STD again. My question is, is one STD scare really that big of a deal? I met him too. I wouldn't know. First of all, secondly, I wasn't even, that's not even done. Is the dude being paranoid or is he actually being generous for even agreeing to see me again? And what would you two do if you were on the receiving end of this? I love the read and your advice. Keep it up. Thanks. Love the bus. <laughs> Y'all are just so clever. Bitch, really? Bussy cat. No, you and this fragrance you just released in there. <laughs> you know, you right. right. <laughs> so what advice? Is it that big of a deal if you gave somebody gonorrhea once? Really? What's the big ass deal about? <laughs> you know, um, wow. So here's the thing, uh, my friend. This is just. I feel like, you know. What? Uh, so. Okay, no, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I've got this. All right. Because um, I'm still I'm still figuring it out. Over yeah, here. I'm like at I'm at like 95. Because there's a lot here. I'm still loading. I'm buffering. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, are you okay, here we go. Here we go. So, you contracting um, an STD is, you know, a situation in itself. Like, I'm not going to judge you or try and shame you for it. It is what it is. Right. Um, I'm actually, like, 
it must have been good or whatever because for him to be like oh i kind of want some again like is like right you know what i'm saying is hey because (laughs) most people in general even if they could still you know like be cool or whatever with you and like be like okay you know we both got our shots our penicillin or whatever and we're cool now right like I don't know that there are many people who would be ready to jump back in the sack. Exactly. After a situation like that. So, especially I mean, if it was supposed to be no strings attached. Like, right, that seems exactly. like a string, like a big ass, long ass, heavy ass string. A pretty big. Maybe you shouldn't do it just off of the strength of that. <laughs> like, I think it's a little unfair to accuse him of being paranoid since technically you did pass the STD to him before. Exactly. I think paranoia is a rational response given that he has chosen to sleep with you again. Like, it just kind of seems like, you know, maybe I personally would not have made that decision to go back and sleep with somebody again who had already given me an STD previously. But since he did, I think, you know, being paranoid that he might catch that same STD once more is is reasonable or rational. Mm -hmm. So if you care enough to, like... The fact that you continue to smoke, even though you know... Oh, they've got air freshener here. Bitch! (laughs) They could have lost I'm completely off track. What the fuck was I even saying? The fact that he contracted a, this disease yes. from you yes. once, it gives him enough right to be paranoid about catching it. Mm-hmm. I would probably be scared to ever have sex again, but that's only because I'm a hypochondriac. So, you know, it's a completely different thing. I think that, you know, y'all just take it slow and have a good time if you want to do that. It's just... Um, <laughs> But I just I feel like that that deed is done and mm-hmm. it should just be left alone. <laughs> like I, right. it was like you said, if it was NSA. Right. NSA but then he went back. Else. But then he went back on his app and uploaded some new pictures. And apparently they caught each other's eye again. Like we're going to go back down this road. Like, but it had to have been amazing. It must have been so good <laughs> for you to have gotten garneria. OK. And been like, mm, wouldn't mind dipping in that again. <laughs> like, he must have done the vanilla trick that XD told me about. Where oh, some of the boys that is a pretty... rinse out their booty holes with vanilla water. XD held it down for me with that one too, actually. Yeah? I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, does it make it anus taste like birthday Anyway, cake? so what you should do is just <laughs> things. All right. <laughs> Let's just move on for you telling yourself some more. Thanks for that, cat. Yeah. So our next question comes from Brenda Meyer and it says, I've been super close with a guy friend of mine for over 10 years now. I love him like a brother and he has been one of my closest friends for all my life. Seven years ago, he met a girl and fell in love and all that good stuff. And she and I have become very good friends as well. Today, I consider her to be one of my very best friends. Why would you do that? It's not what you think. Okay. <laughs> they were married three years ago, but unfortunately their marriage didn't work out. The love was there, but they just differ on too many fundamental ideas. This it's is going n- exactly where I thought it was going No, it's go. not. Okay. <laughs> it's not a nasty breakup, but it's not a nice one either, and there's resentment on both sides. My question is, how can I main- maintain neutrality? I love both of them dearly, and I don't want to be forced to pick sides. You are but- literally where I thought this was going oh, to Oh, I thought you thought it was going to be a, like a sex thing. No. Oh. I said, that's- why would you do that as, as in, why would you be friends with your friend, oh. Bay? Well, maybe just because I have to read the inbox all the time, but I just knew this was going to you know turn into some dick juice. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck y'all be going through. <laughs> What would you be? Whenever your studsman shows up, you know what I will be? Or my Frank Ocean. <laughs> what will you be? 
You need to stop being delusional, Pilot Jones. That's what you need. Okay, to do. you're rude. I'm not. I will be cordial. Okay. That's what I will be. <laughs> no, y'all not gonna be friends. But anyway, we're not even done with the question. I will be friendly. That's really it. But let's get through it first. There are lots of birthdays, cookouts, and things of that nature in our friend group during the spring and summer. How can I and the rest of our friends ease the tension? We obviously still want them both to be a major part of our lives, and I don't want my guy friend to feel like I should cut her off as a show of loyalty to him. I do love him a lot, but his wife and I have searched, forged sorry, a sister-girl bond that I treasure. It makes things a little muddier. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. None of this is relevant. sorry okay so please help what can i do please don't say my name all of us listen to the show and it would be obvious to the whole group that i'm talking about us i feel like it's pretty obvious i was gonna say brenda Meyer. this is a very specific situation i mean unless you switch some shit around in there but i don't think you did i don't think you did either but also i feel like a lot of people are going through this but if all three of y'all are listening to this show then i feel like they're gonna be like bitch did you write a letter i mean if you didn't get the text by now then it's only a matter of time what do you do when your friend and his wife break up and you're friends with both of them see this is what i'm talking about i don't even know because i don't (laughs) have you ever had friends have you ever had people date within your friend circle like your close group of friends though Mm -mm. it's the goddamn worst i know oh but not even just... I've had that happen a few times. I'm sure. Like, I've, I know you have, actually. <laughs> in fact, way too many times that I think a about it. It's just... And I've been that friend, too. So I'm not just judging. Like, I've been that friend who was like, oh, I'm going to smash the homie. And everybody was like, well, listen. I've never... I've never smashed the homie knowing the homie was the homie. Okay. I see where you went with that. It's fine. I don't... Mm. You know what the fuck I'm I talking do. about. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to put you out there like that. But the thing is, like, it just, there's no, you can't say beforehand, well, if y'all break up, then, you know, just know that I'm going to be friends with you and not you. or whatever. Like, you can say that, but people's feelings change. People develop relationships with each other, and it gets really messy and complicated. If, That's why I would much rather just be cordial and friendly and you know cool with whoever your mate is Mm -hmm. and you are my friend because i don't want it's not even pessimism it's just like anything could happen where you hate one another however long down the road and then it just becomes complicated if i'm friends with you where i'm in a situation with the both of you and it's like i'm not gonna just cut you off because it's like what the fuck do you do i'll tell you what you do not be friends with them niggas what you want her to do go back in time and not be friends with the girl no i'm kidding (laughs) i don't know what i mean i feel like this is one of those things i think where my reaction since i've had to do this so many times would be would be based (laughs) off the reaction of the people involved like if they're at a point where they can be around each other and not fight or spit then i'm considered that a success right Right. do we have to talk about each other or the breakup hell no of course not like we'll talk about anything but their relationship but as long as they can be in each other's presence and the situation not be weird right then everybody just needs to get the fuck over it like i feel like as you get older people get more mature Mm. about this but it's just best to not mix your friends and your relationships like as far as i'm concerned at this point in my life you can come around and meet my friends but best believe when me and you break up that is the end of the communication between you, you ask, and them niggas you can ask candace all my friends back in miami you can ask them them niggas will never even meet yeah <laughs> this motherfucker like we're gonna have our hearty conversations right and i can here. let you know what's going on nobody needs to be friends with anyone we've got plenty of friendship right here like because we're not playing the who gets because, the friends in the divorce thing we're not, not doing that we're girl. not doing that shit 
we're people not aren't possessions. You don't get to divide us up. And people have feelings about one and the other, mm-hmm. and it just gets so fucking complicated. Oh, girl. But, but this like is you not said, really on you. Right. Like, if they can't get their shit together, then you don't invite them niggas to kick right. it. If one of them has an attitude and the other one doesn't, then the one with the attitude needs to be the one to stay the fuck at home. And maybe yes. that hurts, but you need to get your shit together. And until you get your shit together, you cannot come around and fuck up the vibe. It, de- it all depends on them. Yeah, it's really not about you. Like, I, what I was saying is that not being friends with her would have just solved all. There wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> but you're here. Right. You know, it really is, though, on them. Like, they can either be really petty and do this whole tug of war, you know, or with both your arms. Right. Or they can be mature and just take the situation for what it is. Because... You know, with me, I feel like I would approach the situation like, I'm not going to expect for you to not be friends with no nigga that I dated because we ain't cool no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it may, because I know the amount of pettiness that I hold dear into my heart. You know, so maybe situations where I don't want to hear about it or whatever. I don't want to hear the name. All right. Who all is going to be there? All of that. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, when you play that Who All Is Coming game, it's just like, oh, That's not God. even just for dating. That's just for, for Yeah, no, because the line, the list of people you don't like is so long that we have to consider this when going places. If the invite is more than, like, five people, then it's like, oh, Do you God. Know, back to Candace. Shout out to my one of my yes, best friends, Yes, I love Candace, her. I love her. Back in Miami. <laughs> you know what she posted on Facebook today? It's in some shit like, dear friends, please do not invite me around some of your other friends in quotation marks <laughs> i don't approve of your friendships outside of yours and mine so she's so real so petty she's just like me I so anyway that's just how the fuck i be but yeah if they can be mature about the situation and just let you be cool and let everybody just say on their you know sides of the fence and leave mm-hmm. each other alone then you should be fine but if they want to be petty then stay the fuck out of it on both ends don't let them niggas fuck up your summer Okay, make sure you have a good Because I don't know where you at, but when it gets warm, I'm going to enjoy myself. Uh, And I understand now why so many people switch into homo during the spring and the summer. I tried Bitch, to tell you. Because you can't do nothing up north until it's warm outside. Like, everybody's whole shit but has been be- laid up latent since October because you can't go outside between October and March. I told you that's why cuffing season. That's what cuffing season. Wow. I didn't know what. It's I a weather thing. It. It's, a, it's, a, it's a weather, it's a weather thing. Because in Miami, it's summer all year long. So, bitch, it don't be like everybody's just Cuff fucking what? whatever they want. <laughs> but up here, when it's freezing, people are like, leave what? The house? Right. Bitch, please. Cuffing, they're looking for a hibernation partner. Right. That's really it. Somebody Literally to go out for it. food and work and that is it. So, you better go ahead ahead and and exercise those thumbs and get ready to send these letters in bitch because if you live anywhere where it's cold your man is probably getting ready to leave plotting to break up with your ass i'm sorry i didn't mean to buy no, the first weekend in- okay don't sure he might listen happy love there's another letter about an orgy if you want to do that or we can be safe yes! and just end it right now all right so our last question comes from hope she said i could say her name deja and love. yeah and it says so lately me and my boyfriend have been hanging out with his friend hakeem and hakeem's girlfriend sherry sherry and i have started a friendship oh, girl we just did this did. and she and i have become very close while my boyfriend was moving he stayed with hakeem temporarily and i would come over often to hang out with him so what was q doing Shut up. <laughs> my boyfriend told me that Hakeem used to cheat on his girlfriends all the time, but that he quote unquote slowed down when he met Sherry. 
One night I was in my boyfriend's room and I heard a group of people walking in the house. About an hour passed before we were getting ready to leave. And when we walked out of the bedroom into the living room, there were three women and three men standing there in nothing but their drawers. <laughs> One of the men was Hakeem, but none of the women was his girlfriend, Sherry. The first thing I said was, what the fuck? And normally I would have just minded my business and left, but I was in total and complete disbelief. Hakeem ran and hid behind the wall like I didn't see his ass. <laughs> and when my boyfriend and I got to the car, the first thing he said was, when shit like that happens, you need to just mind your business and not make anybody else feel uncomfortable. What? That's where I was just like, excuse me? six <laughs> Is this so normal that my boyfriend... <laughs> No. Girl, we're not even well, going to finish that just, question. I don't know. The first thing that came to my mind is that I was witnessing cheating right before my eyes. Do you guys think that I should tell Sherry I feel so guilty every time I'm around and I see she and Hakeem together? Or should I just let this go and not say anything? I would want someone to tell me. Look at this one lesson for back-to-back letters. Like, I <laughs> just, like, girl... So, you, again, you can avoid this by not being friends with your boyfriend's friends, girlfriend. What? What? No. That. We don't need to be doing all that. All I'll see you on the next double date. I mean, girl, and this was a few months ago. So you and her can not. on my burger again. Girl, I'll see you at Johnny Rockets. Yeah. Other than that, I'm minding my business. I don't even think I would have Sherry's phone number if I were you. Hello? I just don't even see a reason. My boyfriend's friends, girlfriend. That Why? could be anybody. What? I don't know you. <laughs> So, first of all, I just would not have gotten that close to Sherry. But I'm not a fan of getting super close to people unless you have to. But straight couples love double dates. Ugh, I found why? it. I don't know. What is so I think fun? it's a girl thing, though. I think girls really love double dates and niggas just go. You think so? Because I, th- I would feel the exact opposite, that men like to go, I guess, so they don't have to have the burden of actually having a coherent conversation with their girlfriends. <laughs> that might be you it, You just sit too. around with another nigga and grunt while Maybe. the women have real conversations with, no, like, No, they words. always go to, like, like hops. <laughs> 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 like a bowling alley right. like I don't know straight people be coming up with some of the just oh y'all are so weird and cute so cute but girl would I tell Sherry I'm gonna Hell go no. with no like now your boyfriend did talk to you crazy and if I was you I would look into breaking up with that nigga cause I don't like the way he addressed you about the situation but as far as <laughs> as far as the message itself it was valid like you do need to match your own damn business you are such a women's studies student <laughs> like <laughs> He was like, I don't like the way that nigga talked to you, so I would break up with his motherfucking ass. Well, my first thought is always to break up with niggas. Sure is. (laughs) It's always the first piece of advice. Cut him off! Um, yeah, though. I agree. I would, yeah. For what? This is, yeah, you don't, you don't really have no obligation to Sherry. Do you have pictures of him participating in the orgy? Like, it's gonna be your word against his, and how dumb are you gonna feel when he denies it, and then all of a sudden the vibe is fucked up, and they can't come around with you and your boyfriend no more, and then your boyfriend got an attitude with you. Imagine if she's one of those bird bitches that, like, you tell her the truth, and then the boyfriend lies, and she believes the boyfriend. Right. And gets mad at you. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly where this could oh, go. Oh, hell no. You have to plan for the worst when you tell girls that their boyfriends are cheating on them, because a lot of these hoes are so desperate to be in a relationship, they really will not give a shit what you say. They're going to stay with a nigga regardless. Hello. So why put yourself in an uncomfortable and fucked up situation when you don't have to? You barely even know her. Maybe you could, like, write a note and put it on her windshield, and that way she doesn't have to know it was you that's that shit that they did on the jersey shore and it didn't work for snooki the jersey shore Mm -hmm. okay well then clearly so the what's her face and trying to tell them i don't even know that homeboy was cheating anyway 
If anything, you can take solace in the fact that she will find out whether or not you tell her. Yeah. Like, there's only so much cheating a nigga can do before he gets caught. So she gonna find out, regardless, one way or another, that he ain't shit and she'll leave him. But so, three guys and three girls, I'm wondering what the hell they was doing. It sounds interesting. Not their taxes. I mean, but like... That's <laughs> one a, Bible study. First of all, that's a sizable group of people. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of fluids going on. What if one of y'all gets pregnant? Oh, my God, girl, that's off top three baby daddies that you have to, like, narrow down between. Woo, my God. What yeah. do you do in a situation like that if it's, like, three possible? People? I think you just keep it to yourself. I think you just be like. Couldn't you do anything but that? I mean. It must be the situation where those kids grow up thinking that, like, Shaq is their daddy or something. <laughs> you know, like, I think you have to give birth and be like, now, realistically, who do this look like? If your baby looks just like you, I guess you're fucked. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, as for you. Deja, I would recommend you mind your business in this particular situation, girl. Don't insert yourself in these people's matters. Agreed. All right. So that wraps it up for the listener letters. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be right back. Hey, guys, this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system created for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Created by the amazing Tristan Walker, Bevel has the best grooming products that I have ever used in my life. So no more going to some Dwayne Reed or Walgreens somewhere and bending your back out, looking at the bottom of the shelf, some raggedy box with whatever fine print and unrelatable packaging. Now you can rely on Bevel. The dermatologist-tested products are designed from the ground up to give a smooth, bump-free shave. And four out of five men have reported reduced razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. If you're anything like me, razor bumps are probably the bane of your damn existence. And so, get into Bevel. Trust me, I haven't had to worry about it ever since I've used the product. It all comes in amazing packaging. All of the stuff is right there, super easy to use, and I can't get enough of it. So... Go to getbevel.com, that's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com, and use code THEREAD, that's R-E-A-D, to get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. Go check them out, let them know that The Read sent you, and let's get back to the show. Don't forget to check out our dope sponsors over at Loot Crate. If you consider yourself a geek, gamer, or a pop culture nerd like Kid Fury, then this is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture, like vinyl figurines, comics, shirts, and more. And you can go to LootCrate.com slash read and enter code READ to save $3 on any new subscription. Yes, Loot Crate, I'm so, so excited to be partnered up with them. They're a company that I actually was super into even before they approached us. I love Loot Crate. It's a box that comes to your home, office, wherever, every single month. And what's really cool about Loot Crate is that every month they have a different theme. Like they've had heroes, villains. They've had like uh, boxes themed after games and comics. A lot of times they have really, really cool shit in there like exclusive comics. They've got candy sometimes will be in there, posters, music, and I even once got a free trial to Crunchyroll, which is a whole nother thing that I think is something exciting The read we'll hear about later. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is that Loot Crate is a magic box full of nerd treasures. And if you are anything like me into anime, video games, comic books, cartoons, then it's definitely something that you should look into. So that's LootCrate.com slash R-E-A-D. That's L-O-O-T-C-R-A-T-E dot com slash read and put in their code read to get $3 off a new subscription. Go check them out. Let them know that we sent you. You're gonna love it, fellow nerds.
All right, so we're back, and it's time for the read. It is time for the read. Do you want to go first this week or what? Yeah, I do. Since, you know, you have this <coughs> vendetta against me. I don't have a vendetta against you. Your reads are just always better than mine, and it just doesn't make any Bitch, sense. Bitch, no, they're not. I just be angry. So, uh, my read um, is directed towards a woman by the name of... Really, no one gives a fuck about her goddamn name. <laughs> okay, so we're starting But I think nicely. her name is Andrea Peiser. Andrea writes for the New York Post. So oh, you know that this God. is about to go left. Some bullshit. <clears throat> the title of her article, it says, Shows like Blackish Perpetuate Racist Stereotypes. There's a photo of the family, the Johnson family, from one of my favorite shows, Blackish, here. And um, the very first line this is racism served with a smile. (laughs) Dumbass. She then goes on to say that blackish, I'm actually going to read it. Okay. I'm just going to read this first part. Blackish, the hit freshman ABC comedy series that features appealing characters in dumb situations, most of them African American, I believe promotes ugly racial bigotry. But don't ask me, ask Donald Trump. So then she goes on to uh, talk about some tweet where Donald Trump says, "How could First oh of all, God. Oh God. Donald Trump says, "How's ABC allowed to have a show entitled Blackish entitled Blackish?" <laughs> Can you imagine the furor? Of a show called Whitish, racism at the highest level with a question mark. Like, okay, first of all, black people. I mean, white people. When, when black people create things with the word black in it, you can't just take it and then replace the word black with the word white and turn that into a question. If you're gonna do that, at least ask yourself if it makes sense before you do that. Okay, so first of all, asking Donald Trump about racial bigotry is like a waste of time. So I don't even know why that was a suggestion. Then she says, if you won't listen to Trump, um... Read a petition posted on change.org urging ABC to cancel blackish. The petition apparently says we find it racist, socially damaging, and offensive based on the concept that non stereotypical black people are less their race than others, and that hip hop culture is all blacks are supposed to embrace, and that culture and race are one and the same. Then she sa- I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Then she says, or ask my kid. Then she tells some story about her kid in Brooklyn who was friends with a black person in their class and their teacher told them something about race that has nothing to do with blackish. Then she says, ask a barista. And she talks about Starbucks printing the words race together on some of their cups. That again has nothing to do with blackish or your initial point, which is that the show (laughs) perpetuates racial stereotypes. So let's get into the fact that um she okay let's let's get to the meat of the the situation that blackish is racist why because it is called blackish and it is implying that if you don't have gold teeth and listen to 36 mafia that you're not really black. Okay. So I would assume that if that's your theory you probably have never watched the actual show. Mm-hmm. Here <laughs> um so, yes, Blackish is a show starring Anthony Anderson, and it's basically just about this middle class. I don't know why they keep calling them upper class. Are Well. Upper middle? Mm, no, I think they're, I think they probably are. Upper, upper class? They probably are. I mean, he's an ad executive, and she's, oh, a, she's doctor. a doctor. Oh, she's a doctor. Yeah. You're right. So, 
They're uh, a black family. Anthony Anderson is the lead. And basically, his character was race. He kind of just brings in all of the racial, like, the topics, basically. Mm -hmm. Brings it all to the forefront. From the daughter dating a white boy, the son having white friends and not really knowing, the kids not knowing that Obama was the first black president. Like, all of these things, you know, they bring together. Now, the show is not called Blackish because they're trying to say that if you don't say, you know, if your songs don't, have the word nigga in the title that you're not really black like that's not the point if anything it is taking several stereotypes from black culture white like everything (laughs) putting it on the table and addressing it and the reason i've said this to you before the reason why i like blackish is that it doesn't pick sides it takes a topic and it addresses it from every angle that they can possibly think to address it and then they just leave it there so sometimes it's like yes yes they've get it in black yes black proud yes lifting my fist up and sometimes it is it's like yeah that's just how niggas are you know what i mean like if it's called blackish because it's showing that we aren't all that stereotype that you all seem to think that we are right we don't all fucking listen to beyonce and jay-z you know what i'm saying we don't it's different it shows you not only the different generations, because you have, like, Dre and Bo, like, Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson. Like, they have their generation that experiences and has experienced blackness one way. And then their parents have a different story and different perspective on blackness. And then their kids have a different perspective. And then the youngest kids have a different perspective. Right. And even them, like, even Dre and his wife have different perspectives and backgrounds when it comes to blackness. Because she's mixed. And even in the episode where the parents come home, you see that he like everyone's cool with the white um father in law or whatever you want to call him. But it's um Bo's mother that actually aggravates the fuck out of everyone and it's because they feel like she's bougie and light skinned and she's a sellout and this that and the third Mm -hmm. and in the end of the episode when she was like you know there's like what did she say there's like a glass ceiling for for women with apostrophes in their names she said something (laughs) like that and it was like girl that's the motherfucking point so maybe there's plenty of black girls who were who were born with an apostrophe or their mm-hmm. name or whatever, or didn't get a motherfucking job because their name was too black or whatever the fuck. Right, and they decided to go and eat, pray, love. Like whatever it's, I feel like besides that Martin Luther King episode, they are usually extremely responsible in the way that they handle the topics and the discussions. And I feel like, a lot of the jokes you probably just wouldn't get because they probably just ain't for you. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that they tackle these things are impressive. Even yeah. not just even race, like with women. The last episode that I watched, they had like a woman who was in the little conference room with them. And every all the guys, she's the only woman in there. All the guys are saying all this misogynistic shit. Yeah. And so one of them said something like, this is exactly why women can't do this, that, and the third. And she said, this is exactly why I record every single one of these meetings. And in the end, she called HR. It's not that it's like... I like the way the show addresses issues of racism and sexism like that, though, because they don't pretend that it doesn't exist or that it just always gets wrapped up in some nice, neat storyline. Like, it's it's messy and complicated sometimes, and I like the way the show I'm does that. I'm tired of all of these complaints and these think pieces that don't no one needs to see. I'm tired of all of this fucking fake outrage over shit that's not outrageous. Like, <laughs> I'm tired of it. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. And furthermore, you're a white woman. So if this show is perpetuating black stereotypes what the fuck are you so upset about like <laughs> stop fronting because the only th- the only thing that i think really got to her because she made it a point to say that 
Dre is always, uh, like, basically picks on his wife for being mixed and that her white side is this, that, that. Like, shut the fuck up. If the show ain't for you, it's not for you. It's certainly not. It's like, Girl, what? These cute ass <laughs> kids, Diana, Diane, her glasses, oh my God. and her motherfucking college reading level, and all this shit. Like, She's the most perfect. It is just character. a fun, honest, real show. And I think that if you actually, if you watch Blackish and you feel like it's racist because of the title, then you're not watching it. Mm-hmm. If anything, you're looking at it at the surface and you're not taking the lessons away from it. And that's probably just because you're racist and stubborn and you don't digest discussions of race well anyway. Mm-hmm. Because regardless, you wouldn't take it well. Like, we already know racist people are just going to find any way to make something some bullshit. Period. So yeah. you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck you're crying about. The fact that you're telling people to ask the barista at Starbucks why blackish is red. Like, why? how do you even have a job? Like, go fuck yourself. Honestly, <laughs> like, from the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. And go watch whatever the fuck, I don't... The Goldbergs. Two broke girls or whatever <laughs> it is that you watch. No shade. Those shows are funny. Right. But, like, stop trying to, like take all of these newly successful black shows and find something wrong with them. Just let them shine, girl. It doesn't mean that your little white friends or your your favorite white actors and actresses are not going to have right. their little, you know, primetime slots anymore. Like, girl, calm the fuck down. It's already at the very end of the Wednesday night comedy slot or whatever. Like, it comes on after all the other goddamn shows anyway. So right. chill out. Calm Shit. your ass down. Fuck. All right. Amen. So, is that it or do you have anything oh, yeah, else on I your heart? Okay, all right, you're done. Fuck you, Andrea Pizer. It's racial stereotypes. I don't even what understand. What's stereotypical about rich ass black people, first of all? When's the last time we saw rich ass black families it's on like TV? It's like the excuse or like whatever your reasoning is, it just, just kept shut jumping up, back and just forth and not making any sense. And either way, this ain't your motherfucking problem either, bitch. If you don't like it, write something half as funny. I bet you couldn't. Shout the fuck out to Tracy, Anthony, all everybody that whole, on it, that whole entire cast of course the in the incomparable i know that's not how people it's say fine. that word but i want to say it that way <laughs> because no one compares to jennifer lewis that's true jennifer lewis is the all-time goat nigga. she has had me in tears she's everything on that show she was alone. on this show so really you can't tell me nothing like bitch, i, I didn't want to go jennifer there lewis. but like jennifer lewis had a conversation i have her us. number in my phone and okay, she said, don't down. call me. And I said, I won't, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, I have it. Hey. So, um, my read this week, it goes out to Mindy Kaling's flop-ass older brother. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Have you heard about this? Yes. So, Mindy Kaling's brother, VJ, oh, is writing a book about how he got into medical school as a black man. And this may be interesting to you because you think, huh, Mindy Kaling is Indian. I would assume her brother is Indian, which he is. Yet this person decided to literally don blackface, like change his appearance in order to look more like a black man because he thought 
that it would get him into medical school. So let me just go ahead and give you a little bit of the story here. If you go to almostblack.com, which I don't recommend, you'll see <laughs> the story <laughs> of uh, Mindy Kalen's brother and, you know, this picture of himself where he's Indian don't and it give has him no clicks. Do not click It has like a shit. rejected stamp and then his black version says accepted and this first of all Vijay, sweetie, I don't know who lied to you, but you do not look black. Have you seen this? This nigga looks I like, know what he looks like a milk dud. I know what he this looks like. This was what he said. Nigga said he trimmed his eyelashes in order to look black. Is that a stereotype about us? When did I they, n- I've never heard that. When did they invent that about us? You we don't have eyelashes now? He shaved his head Girl. and his eyelashes and trimmed his eyebrows or some shit like that. Like, what? So this young man is writing on his website. Um, he's got all sorts of documentation to prove that he got into school because he was black and not smart enough. And this is why affirmative action is racist and affirmative action needs to be eliminated because there's no reason that somebody with subpar grades and test scores should be allowed into school. This fool says, quote, I became a serious contender tender at some of the greatest medical schools in america end quote what vj fails to disclose here is that if you're going to and and what really should be the number one point of what you get from this story is that if you're going to say you got into school because you were black you damn well need to be able to prove it. And an acceptance letter is not proof that you got in because you were black. The University of St. Louis or wherever the fuck he went for medical school did not say, dear Jojo. Oh, let me let me remind you that he went by his middle name because he thought his first name would sound too Indian. So he went by Jojo, which what nigga? Anyway, it's not like his acceptance letter said, hey, nigger, congratulations. Welcome to school with your dumb black ass. We let your dummy ass in. Like, that's not what happened here. It's not like you applied as yourself and then applied as a lie and got rejected as yourself, but got in as the lie. You had a 3.4 GPA, I think. A 3.1 GPA and some score on the MCAT that would have never gotten you into anything. But the fact that The fact of the matter is that (laughs) your scores got you into a school that is, first of all, not particularly selective, even though med school is hard as hell to get into. This is not one of the hardest ones. So you kind of skated your ass in on the first place. And secondly, your GPA and your MCAT scores were not at the top of their class, but not at the bottom either. So you could have gotten in with your own real ass information. We don't know if you would have, though, because you thought it would be funner to turn into a nigger. What the (laughs) fuck kind of sense? How goddamn bored do you have to be to do some shit like this? So not only, though, did he not, you know, at least apply as both so we could see whether he would have gotten in as one and not done the other. He actually noticed that by changing his appearance, he was able to fool some very stupid white people into thinking he was black and then became a victim of racism. All of a sudden, store clerks are following you around (laughs) Dillard's and Macy's acting like you're going to steal that cheap ass belt. All of a sudden, the police are pulling him over and he's getting harassed and shit for driving and. So you mean to tell me you were already brown, girl? I mean, that whatever. I don't. And somebody said, oh, I need you to go easy on him and not do a whole lot because he's still a victim of racism. And 
Like, what? even though what he's doing is terrible, he's just perpetuating white racism. You goddamn right he is, but he has a responsibility to not. And it's too often that other people of color shit on black people in the name of, well, we're all people of color, so we all have to sit together. Yes, the fuck we are. But that doesn't mean that anti-blackness is not dominant in everybody's goddamn culture. Everybody's culture has a word for niggas. Everybody's culture has something mean or derogatory to say about black people. Everybody's culture has a history of shitting on the darker skin people in their group so it doesn't surprise me that your ass is over here the son of first generation americans or people who had just come over to the country it's not surprising to me that you decided to adopt this racist attitude because you think that it will lead to white acceptance that's very very common but that does not mean that i'm not gonna call you the fuck out about it and it's the same shit that bobby jindal does do you know bobby jindal who bobby jindal is the governor of louisiana you've never met a bigger motherfucking coon in your life like this fool goes his real name is i think Viash or Vindash I'm not sure exactly what his real name is but he goes by Bobby because of the character on the fucking uh, Brady Bunch my nigga excuse me that fool this is a goes politician a, po- a sitting politician like current governor of Louisiana like this is not it's not a new concept for people what? to it's not a new concept that you would absorb racism and then we are to the speak- new America <laughs> don't do this so you're you're going you're writing a book and going on this whole rampage about how affirmative action is so racist and this program needs to be eliminated and the fact that i even got into med school is a problem but you dropped out anyway two years later so clearly you weren't cut out to be a doctor any goddamn way maybe what you should have done was save everybody's goddamn time and take your ass on somewhere and do something else clearly medical school was not meant for you anyway your gpa wasn't shit your mcat wasn't shit and you had to scrape and hustle just to get that one uh acceptance letter that you did get and then said oh i was a great and i was a contender at some of the greatest medical schools in america nigga what you got was an invitation to apply that's very fucking common do you know what invitations to apply come from that's when you take a standardized test and the test uh administrators sell your score to schools and then you get a postcard in the mail saying congratulations you've been preliminary accepted to whatever school we welcome you to apply i got a lot of those same ass postcards based off my act scores alone schools will do that because first of all a lot of them need your ass to come anyway if your grades and scores are high then you boost the school up and make it look better if not, then they want to have your ass apply so that they can have a um, a huger margin of people who didn't get in. Schools like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, they want every fucking body to apply so they ha- say they have a fucking 4% acceptance rate. Right. So an invitation to apply does not mean you were being considered at some of the most prestigious schools. The problem is that Americans are so goddamn simple that you can take something so blatantly fucking racist as this experiment, start a website and write a book and have people think that you legitimately have a goddamn damn point you don't have a fucking point you fucking moron if anything you prove that nobody should have ever let your ass in the school in the first goddamn place you and there is such a huge difference i say it all the time between being educated and smart this is one educated idiot ass motherfucker you sat here you experienced what you think was racism as a black man you experienced police discrimination and being followed around in stores but you didn't think that that racism that you faced might have something to do with the fact that black people are underrepresented at higher um education institutions in the first goddamn place much less medical school so you can tell me that you sat here and you know what it's like to be stopped by the police 
police for no goddamn reason. But you don't understand what how racism may have affected any other part of American society. Black people are just lazy and need to do better. But you decided to be us because you thought it would get you into school. This whole goddamn argument makes zero fucking sense. Anybody with six brain cells threw up together can look past this and think critically and be like, oh, actually, you're full of shit. But my read still goes out to you this week for having the goddamn audacity to try to fool my ass with your bullshit. Shut the fuck up. And and then why am I even? It blows my mind. No, no, no. It blows my mind that they want to scream about affirmative action is unfair and affirmative action is a leg up. Come on. And how come it's not fair and equal? And how come I don't get bitch? Because you already have it. Because you already fucking have it. Like I said at the Memphis show, the effects of racism don't just go our way. It's not just that, oh, racism and slavery are so terrible and black people are oppressed. Racism and slavery helped enable the fuck out of y'all. And all the institutions that y'all hold dear were created and are still upheld by y'all today. So don't fucking wonder why we need programs to make sure that women and minorities and don't fucking forget that white women are the biggest uh, beneficiaries of affirmative action in the first goddamn place in order to make sure that the workplace is more level because rich straight white men have a habit of not hiring anybody but rich straight white men so we have to make sure the rest of the goddamn country can go to work by putting affirmative action in place you don't do anything to disprove affirmative action all you do is prove why we need affirmative action to keep racist assholes like you from making hiring decisions so fuck you he's a dummy Woo. Like, you know, but like, he's like, like, he's not. And Mindy, <laughs> like, listen, I like Mindy Kaling, but sometimes her show gives me a, uh, like, uh, like, I feel like she has her race issues. I feel like she has her issues about race. I really do. Especially when the first time she brought in a black character, she made her like a hood rat. And she was just like super ghetto receptionist at a medical office. It was just like, what? But she eventually like, and yeah, I think she it was had to. Of, I think it was because it had to have been because of feedback. It was. But so I, I feel like she she and her brother both definitely learned this racist Isn't attitude. Her brother at home. in the show called VJ? No, her brother in the show is called Rishi. Oh, Rishi. Um, but I feel like she and her brother definitely grew up with this attitude at home because I see it in her work and I see it in her brother's words. But at least she has the sense to be like, this book is a goddamn farce and it makes no fucking sense. And you're going to bring shame on, upon our entire goddamn family with this publication. Like, at least she's smart enough to realize that what her brother did was fuck. You lied on college applications, you waited till the statute of limitations for your fraud had expired before you made a website and wrote a book about it. Because, bitch, this was all back in the 90s. So why is it? Why didn't this come out a long-ass time ago? Wow. Like, why are you waiting till now? Oh, because you can't be prosecuted for it and nothing can happen to you. Now you're in your 30s. He got accepted to some business school in California. So clearly, as his own Indian self. So, I mean, girl, maybe just... Like you, the flop, can get into things because of who you are. You didn't have to pretend to be black to get into something. You got into your own, uh, you got your master's in fucking business administration or whatever. And now you write resumes and tell other people not to lie on their applications, even though you did on yours. And life is just fucking fine for you. Like, fuck Mindy Kaling's brother. Fuck him. Fuck the entirety of him. Like, you really created a website and wrote a book about how affirmative action got you into college and then did not fucking prove that affirmative action got you into college. Show me the application where Indian you didn't get in and black you did, and then maybe we can talk about it. Maybe. And even then, you're still full of shit. And that's my read. All right. Okay. Well, that's all for the read this week. It is. Uh, Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter. 
and head to thisistheread.com. And it's Instagram. Oh, yes. And now we have somebody updating our Instagram. So you can follow us on Instagram, too, to see clips from shows and things of that nature. Um, so, unfortunately, our show this week um, in Coral Springs is canceled. Hopefully, if you bought a ticket, you... Um, had someone reach out to you already about getting a refund. Really bummed. That's why I said I was bummed at the beginning of the show, by the way. Yeah, because that um, sucks. We were looking forward to it. First time that we've ever had to cancel a show. <sighs> you know, I feel like Beyonce. And kind of like my, I mean, Coral Springs is in my hometown, but yeah. I mean, it might as well be. So, Sorry about that. If you didn't get an email already, then you should, but... But you guys know sucks. I love you. Yeah. Um, Cleveland... Is in May. It is. Cleveland, Ohio, Maine. Girl, let me just pull out the goddamn dates. So you I can, can go to the readlive.com to see dates and tickets for our next shows in Cleveland and Los Angeles. And Chicago. And Chicago. Chicago, June 6th. LA, June 19th. Cleveland, May 9th. Yes. Those are what have been announced so far. So the readlive.com for details and tickets for those shows anything else um thank you thank you to the cracked podcast for having i mean can we say that yet oh did it air well if it didn't then thanks to cracked for maybe airing us one day so much (laughs) and um (laughs) i I just jumped out the window yeah um (laughs) i don't think i have anything and um oh i had oh the green experiment check us out on the green experiment on my YouTube channel, Kid Fury, K I D F U one R Y. And, um, oh my God, Kid Fury. The Green Experiment, also Fierce Thoughts. And I have a, another show around the corner that should be cute. Mm, okay. Um, I'm just going to keep. Why that. are you looking like that? <laughs> you know, that's my, I don't know what to say, face. I'm yeah. Very excited about some of these new projects. I just hope they work out well. Anyway, so... Do we have an acronym this week or not? Um, my acronym this week... No, I just want to say shout out to Bussycat again for being named <laughs> Bussycat. Thanks, Bussycat, for brightening my day when I saw that email. What's up, Bussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, we'll see y'all next week. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.